La pendule fait tic-tac, tic-tic Les oiseaux du lac, pic-pac, pic-pic Glou, 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 font tous les dindons Et la jolie cloche, ding-ding-dong Mais boum, quand notre cœur fait boum Tout avec lui dit boum Et c'est l'amour qui s'éveille Hey, bonjour rugby friends And welcome to a new edition of French Rugby Connections with moi, Véronique Landieu, and... And moi, Mike Pierce. Hello, Mike. How are Hello. you? Hello. Yeah, very well, thank you. I'm recovering from Christmas. Well, today is a special day for me because I'm one year older. But yes, I share the same birthday as Brendan Venter. Well, many happy returns. Thank you very much. And also Jude Law. I okay. saw that in the Times today. I like reading the Times every day. <laughs> And I read usually the the people that have uh, that share the same birthday. Oh yes, another one, Hayden Thompson Stringer as well, who okay. used to play for Saracenia Place for Brive. Wow, wow! Illustrious yes. company then. Illustrious company you share your birthday with. Yes, two rugby men. Anyway, you know what? <laughs> so. Mike, today we've got part two of the chat I had with Yannick Josion and kindly mm -hmm. translated again by Tom Dixon. Thank you very okay. much, Tom. And this time we talk about some of his teammates he used to play with, like the illustrious Fabien Gattier, some jokes, you know, when they were in their training camp. And also, which English teams, you know, contacted him. Okay. And now well, looking back, we're thinking, hmm, what about if, but c'est la vie. I hope you will enjoy it, Mike. Great. Bonjour, bonjour tout le monde, bonjour Monsieur Josion, je suis ravie de vous voir. Tell me about life in Les Bleus. Tell me about your favorite teammates and for after the match, your favorite mates. Are there any anecdotes you'd like to share? Ouais, C'est vrai qu'en équipe de France, on était euh, aime beaucoup de, de Toulousains à pouvoir évoluer et... Et c'est vrai que forcément, souvent, il y avait des rapprochements avec des, des joueurs de Toulouse. Bon, J'aimais bien aussi euh, également avec les, les joueurs de Bourgouin, euh, Lionel Nallet, Sébastien Chabal, euh, Julien Bonner. Voilà. Euh... Ok, c'est true that there were many Toulousan players in the Blues at the time, and there's always a special rapprochement with your teammates. But there's also a lot of times we had with the guys from Perpignan, like Ma and Marty. And the, the Bourguignon, the, the Nale, Chabal, Bonner. Et quand vous jouez avec Fabien Gatier dans les années 2000, est-ce que vous pensez que son destin était de devenir euh, entraîneur des, de l'équipe de France? Fabien Gauthier, in your early days, could you imagine that he would end up being a successful manager of the Équipe de France? Ce qui est sûr, c'est que Fabien Gauthier, en tant que joueur, c'était vraiment quelqu'un de, de leader, ouais, dans son état d'esprit. Et, et oui, on, on sentait, on pouvait se douter qu'il allait vouloir continuer à entraîner après la certaine carrière de joueur. Okay, what's sure was that he was a leader when I played with him at Colomiers at the beginning of my career. 
He uh, was leader for all the team. He had that state of mind during the trainings. He was guiding them. So, yes, it was obvious that he would become a, a great trainer once his playing days were over. Alors, parlez-moi d'une d'une anecdote qui s'est déroulée, qui on n'oublie pas que notre émission est occupée par écoutée par des familles. <rire> euh, une troisième mi-temps qui vous reste à l'esprit, qui était amusante, je ne sais pas une farce que vous avez fait un de vos coéquipiers ou. Bearing in mind this is a family show, can you share with us anything that happens after the final whistle has gone with your wonderful team? C'est vrai qu'une une équipe, euh, elle doit bien vivre, en fait, ou ensemble en préparation à Marcoussi, à l'équipe de France. Il y avait quelques surprises, des fois dans les chambres, des, des lits mouillés ou des lits retournés, enfin voilà, quoi, des, des surprises d'aller dormir. Donc, euh, ça animait un petit peu le, le groupe, mais voilà, ça mettait une bonne ambiance. Ok, vous êtes right, un team doit to build, it needs to bond, it needs to have a good time to build the spirit together. There's no particular memory, but it's true that when you have that many people together in a hotel, either before or after a match or during the training at Marcusi, there was a degree of messing around and surprises. For example, beds being turned over or soaked so that uh, when the user got in, there was always a laugh to be had. <laughs> Alors justement, euh, parlons, bon, on a parlé de l'équipe de, de France, de, de, vraiment de... Expliquez-vous cette, cette performance exceptionnelle dans les années de 2010 à 2011, parce qu'à partir de mal, 2011, malheureusement, c'est là que tout est... que l'équipe a faibli. C'est vrai qu'après 2011, le niveau a changé et nous avons eu plusieurs mauvaises années de ne pas pouvoir le faire ensemble. But thankfully for this last couple of years with our youngsters regeneration of the team, we're now starting to get up to the correct levels again. Oui, bon, on va parler du Stade Toulousain. Stade Toulousain, dites-moi vos, vos records, vos exploits. Alors, okay, now let's talk about the Stade Toulousain. Can you tell us about your exploits and your records and your time there, please? Mais le, le Stade Toulousain, bon, un chiffre, si je puis dire, me concernant, entre 2002 et 2013, donc on va dire que c'est à peu près un titre tous les deux ans, cette équipe être partie prenante et être moteur de l'équipe. Ok, well for me in, in numbers, we, I was there for three championships of France, the top 14, and for three European Cups. So that was a cup every two years. We were on the top of the world, we were enjoying ourselves. It was fantastic rugby, it was a wonderful time. Les rouges et noirs. Et puis, bon, vous êtes resté là 12 ans, approché par d'autres clubs. Oui, je... Ok, 12 ans au Stade Toulousain est un wonderful record. Were you ever tempted to? Did you ever have any approaches from other clubs around the world? J'ai eu effectivement quelques propositions, mais c'est vrai que c'était difficile de, de partir de Toulouse euh, par rapport à performance de l'équipe, mais ça m'aurait bien plu, puisque Leicester, j'avais quelques échanges aussi avec Leicester, parce qu'on on vantait les mérites des préparateurs physiques anglais, du staff, dans les équipes anglaises, donc ça m'aurait plu de, de connaître ça. Yes, at the time there was talk, there was interest, there were approaches, Gloucester, Munster, even Leinster, it was difficult to imagine leaving Toulouse. At the end of my career, I did look back and think, 
yes, had I taken the opportunity of playing with Leinster, I would have learnt about their way of doing things, the the training, the athleticism, the the, the, the atmosphere and philosophy. And it was a bit of why, why didn't I? But such, such it is. Oui, vous auriez pu jouer avec Martin Johnson, Martin Corey, Austin Inley, etc., etc. Mais écoutez, c'est la vie. Voilà. Yes, he could have been playing with Austin Healy and Martin Johnson, but that's life. Top 14, Mike, what's been going on? Oh, no. Yeah, I know. COVID's back, isn't it? Affecting things. Only three matches at the weekend. Yes. Uh, four were cancelled. Yeah, were so disappointing. I'll tell you what. Let's talk about the matches that actually were played. Pepignon, they were at home to Castra. And Castra won very narrowly by 20 points to 19. Pepignon actually led 13-7 at half-time. Lamb scored a try. There were four penalties from Jaminet and one conversion for Pepignon. But Castro recovered in the second half, a try from Lavo and a try from Chili Chava. And two conversions and two penalties from fly-half Udapileta, who was playing his 150th game for Castro. So, so quite an achievement. So, yeah, narrow win for Castro, which actually now puts them up to fifth place in the table. Doing really well, Castro. Yeah. Also down at the bottom of the table, Biarritz, they entertained Montpellier and a win for Montpellier by 27 points to 12. Four first half penalties from Heron for Biarritz were, were the points for, for Biarritz. In fact, it was 13-12 at halftime to Montpellier. Tries for Pollard, Rates and Dakuwaka. And Garbisi kicked two penalties and three conversions. And even more remarkable win for Montpellier that Chaleroux was red carded after 62 minutes. So a win for Montpellier that now puts them up to third place in the table. Very impressive. You know, my friend uh, uh, Philippe Saint-André is working his magic over there. Yeah. He seems to have found, you know, the right formula to get the best of his players after a very difficult uh, season, beginning of the season la last year. So, yeah. well done. Well done, Philippe, et, and the others, of course. And Bruce Rayana, former All Black that I chatted with, you know, who is part of his uh, coaching Biarritz, on the other hand, alongside yeah, Perpignan. Yeah. yeah, it's tough, tough at the bottom. Yeah. Right now, La Rochelle. We uh, mentioned last week, uh, Kevin Courdon had to retire yeah. due to health reasons. Yeah, such and a shame. And I think they decided that game was for him. Yeah. And they really, really came out with a heavy cavalry. <laughs> yeah. So they had, of course, uh, Gregory Aldritz, who was the captain of La Rochelle, Will Skelton, and, and, and others, of course. And, uh, I have to say, they were supermen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you just have to look at the score, you know, it was 25 to 3. We did try hard, but if you look at the players that were playing against La Rochelle, some of the players, I think, were kept for for the following match against Racing. So I think uh, they didn't have the full force of their usual um, players. I feel sorry a little bit for um, Joel Cop2. Joel Cop2 used to play for Saracen. 
Okay. And he started uh, playing with, with Lyon two weeks ago. And it was his first match, but it was, yeah, it was a, a tough one. It's, yeah, and the uh, conditions were dreadful, weren't they? It was absolutely lashing down with rain. You know, ideal conditions for for the big boys. I love this weather. The rain was oh. lashing and lashing. But playing was a different matter. But yeah, absolutely. One, one player, one that Fabien Gatti needs to watch again, needs to keep at the top of his mind, is was Brice Dula. He was really yeah. good at kicking you know at a, bearing in mind you know the wind was so ferocious it was like a mini hurricane well maybe not a mini hurricane but it was yeah it's very strong with the bay of biscay isn't it yeah, yeah definitely i would say easily it was must have been gale eight yeah. or nine really nice yeah. to see some of the la rochelle players back on form at the beginning of the season it was tough going it's taking them a while hasn't it to get into form but yeah they're certainly firing on all cylinders now Absolutely, absolutely. So the team that couldn't play were Racing, Racing 92, who was due to play for, was postponed because there were some players that were COVID positive. Toulon versus bordeaux belègle the same thing. It's been postponed, which is going to create a real headache for the LNR. Because, you know, there are not that many weekends left. I think they will have to play during the week. And another game that was postponed was Brive versus Clermont. You know, uh, Brive versus Clermont is a really important match. It's usually sold out because it's a derby. And finally, Stade Toulousain versus Stade Francais. So, but let's talk about what's been happening in the top 14. Well, this weekend, I don't think there are any games called off just yet. But on New Year's Day, we've got Stade Francais at home to Pepignon and Clermont at home to Toulouse. Then on Sunday, the 2nd of January, we've got Bordeaux at home to Biarritz, Poe at home to Brive, Castra entertain La Rochelle, Lyon, as you mentioned earlier, they're due to face uh, Racing 92 and Montpellier are at home to Toulon. But with the COVID situation, Mr Macron and his cronies have now decided that there's a maximum of 5,000 spectators at top 14 matches, with the exception of Racing's home ground, La Défense, which is indoors, and there's a maximum of 2,000 spectators allowed in that stadium. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit the finances a little bit hard. 100%, Mike, is going to be very tough for some of the clubs yeah. that uh, that are not being financed by some billionaires. Yeah, it's done with Europe coming up as well. Macron has now said that no players will be allowed to enter France and play rugby in France if they haven't been fully vaccinated against COVID. So that could have implications. And, you know, with the Six Nations coming up, I know there are some England players that haven't been vaccinated. So, you know, it's, it's a whole new situation again now but i think it's fair enough to be perfectly honest absolutely yeah yeah you know it's about time i believe 98 percent of the french yes players yeah. have been vaccinated yeah. it's, it's a civic duty well, absolutely. any other news mike yeah well media olympic you know the the twice weekly newspaper you know, dedicated to French rugby in France, announced their World 15. Yeah, I'll run through it. It's quite interesting. At fullback, they've got Stuart Hogg of Scott on the right wing. They've got Damien Penno, of course, of France. 
At number 13 in the centre, they've got Karevi of Australia and of South Africa. And on the left wing, Lewis, Lewis Rees-Zamet of Wales. Fly half, they've got Richie Moonga of New Zealand. Number nine, I bet you can't guess who the scrum half is. <laughs> Monsieur Antoine Dupont, le yeah, ministre only, de l'Intérieur. Only one candidate there, wasn't there? The front row, Cyril Bailey of France, Julien Marchand of France, Tyg Furlong of Ireland. The second row, Alan Wynne-Jones of Wales and Sam Whitelock of New Zealand. And the back row of Gelanche, the current French captain, Khaleesi of South Africa and Surveyor of New Zealand. So, yeah, very interesting mix of players so- in their world, 15. Indeed. So very quickly, how many French, how many English, how many Welsh, and how many Scottish? Well, let's have and a how many South African? No England. One, two, three, four, five French. Right. Uh, two Welsh. Mm-hmm. One Irishman. Three New Zealanders, and two South Africans. Okay, that's interesting. And yeah. no, no Australian at all. Yeah, sorry, Australian, Karevi, the, the sole Australian, but not one English or, yeah, not one English player in, in the whole setup. So that's, that's interesting, isn't it? Did you agree with that? What, what's your thought about that? Yes, I mean, I think that's pretty fair. I think you can't argue with Dupont. I think Hogg's pr- pretty good at fullback, centres. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to argue. I mean, they're all wonderful players, aren't they? There's no doubt about that. And I think Alan Wynne-Jones gets it for guiding wheels to uh, to yet another Six Nations Championship. And, of course, Khaleesi, the South African, is, you know, a wonderful player and also a wonderful role model and, you know, part of the, of the bigger picture of life in South Africa. So, yeah, I think, that's a, you know, mid-all are pretty shrewd characters, aren't they, the, the people who work there? So, uh, yeah, I think it's a pretty good team. Yeah, I think they breathe and leave rugby, that's for sure. Mili yeah. Olympique is the, the French rugby Bible. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Which is published uh, twice weekly. Yeah, Monday uh, and Friday, isn't it? That's correct, yes. Uh, yeah, this is one of my uh, staples of rugby. Absolutely, as I read in, yeah. in addition to l'équipe. Not, uh, so I've got some news for you. So talking about... Dupont. ...has agreed to extend their contract until... 2027. Wow. That's, that's a, a long good, time. Yeah, that's a good that's good for Toulouse to nail Dupont down for that length of time. Definitely. Might, yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit like a, yeah. a Yannick Josion who spent, you know, 12 years playing yeah. with um, yeah. with the Stade Toulousain. So who knows? Yes, it's 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 looking good. It's looking yeah. good. Any other news, Mike? No, that's it really. I'm afraid it's been a sort of fairly quiet week uh, with the the exception of all the COVID incidents, and I'm sure, you know, the picture's changing every hour, isn't it? So, yeah, we just got to ride through the storm again, I guess. A French lesson. Okay. I'm going to be very nice. It's Are just, you? You know, after Christmas, yeah, you yeah, went and I'm lot. on the holidays. School you holidays. A lot, you drank a lot, you know, so I need to be gentle with you. Okay. <laughs> the grey cells, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, how do you say in French to score points? <laughs> How do you say to score? Uh, Got two ways. Okay. 
Oh, no, do you know, I have absolutely no idea. Come on, come on. No, I can't even think. A little bit even... of, it, it's easy, come on. Oh, think about s- English, French, English, Franglais. Le score. Yeah, well, so, yeah, so you can either say score. Score. <laughs> yeah. Which is not really against one no. of the okay. Anglicism. What's the proper or, one? Or you can say inscrire, which is more difficult. Inscrire. 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 Yeah, okay. to score, to ask. Yeah, the reason I'm saying that is that Montpellier is actually the team which has scored the highest number of points in the championship so far. Oh, okay. Yeah. Très bien. So, yeah. Oh, so, la la. again, very well done to Montpellier. Yeah, not very well done to Mike Pierce for his French lesson. <laughs> Never mind, you're excusing. <laughs> yeah, I'm on holidays. I haven't really focused. <laughs> so, rugby friend, I hope you enjoyed our time with myself. Tom Dixon, Mike Pierce, and his dog. And his dog, Rufus. Yeah, Rufus, damn boy. <laughs> Gosh, is it your dogging time? Yes, yeah. This, yeah, thank goodness this is the only dog and I'll get involved in. <laughs> all okay. right, my friend, you take care. And yeah, Rufus is wishing you all a bon année. Yes. And uh, yeah, hopefully a weekend of some, some good rugby to watch. And uh, we'll be back next week um, with more Top 14 and all the latest news. Perfect. Yes. Again, if you like our podcast, don't forget to put a, a, a comment, if you could, on yeah. Apple or Spotify. That would be great. And bon, I would say Bonne Fête will be oui. speaking again next year in 2023. Yes, next year. 2022. 2022, I beg your pardon. <laughs> yeah. Don't wish your life. I know you want the World Cup to come round quickly, but you know, let's let's get <laughs> let's get next year something first. A Freudian slip. Yeah, Freud. Yeah. Un lapsus révélateur. That would be your French one. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not even going to attempt that one this time of night. <laughs> okay. Au revoir. Au revoir, my friends. La pendule fait tic tac tic tic. Les oiseaux du lac pic pac pic pic. Glou 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 font tous les dindons. Et la jolie cloche ding ding dong. Mais boum, quand notre cœur fait boum, tout avec lui dit boum. Et c'est l'amour qui s'éveille.